What's up, guys? Welcome to the Don't Forget to Love podcast with me, Mara Sullivan. Today's episode is all about Black History Month and reminding you guys of your greatness and excellence. Of course, this podcast is not just for Black people only, but I do want to highlight my people, my community, and celebrate where I come from, the people who look like me and have been through some of the things that I've been through. If you're not Black and you're listening to this, as I know some of you are, hopefully you'll be able to learn and have a better understanding or a different outlook, and of course, get some inspiration as well. There are a lot of things that Black people face every single day that only we really understand. I'm really grateful for how far we've come as a society, and I know we still have a long way to go. Being Black in this country especially is such a crazy experience, and like I said, we face face things every day that although our brothers and sisters and other races are being more understanding and empathetic and more sensitive and aware of what we go through, at the end of the day, no one knows what it's like to be black unless you are black. Just like I'll never know what it's like to be white or another race or nationality. Our experiences are unique to us. One of you guys replied to one of my Instagram stories. I think it was on my um, Martin Luther King Day episode, and you said that it's been a struggle growing up, not feeling black enough, and a lot of people feel like that. Sometimes, especially in the media, people think since one black person acts how they act, all black people are the same, and it doesn't work like that. Our connection comes from our history and the awareness that the color of our skin determines how people initially treat us and what their assumptions are before getting to know us but we are not all the same and we're not supposed to be there are some white people who probably don't feel white enough especially the ones that are in interracial relationships I see it all the time same thing with white people who are into like stereotypical black things like hip-hop and basketball while we should celebrate the color of our skin and our race it does not define what we can and cannot do with our lives you're not black because you do or don't like certain things you're black because that's how you were born so don't let other people make you feel like you're not quote-unquote black enough if you're someone who puts people down for being into quote-unquote white people things or makes people feel bad for quote-unquote acting white is not cool and ask yourself why you take that personally as someone you know me personally who likes Taylor Swift and I read Nicholas Spark books and I don't like to smoke or go to the club all the time I know what it's like to be told that you act white and so if you're feeling like that you are not alone again for me I prioritize health and mental health which for whatever reason a lot of black people still take it personally when other black people like do things like say no to certain foods or try to be healthy and they call you bougie or Again, they say you're acting white and, you know, people are still some black people still, you know, get upset when other black people talk about mental health. It's much better now, but there's still a lot of stigmas around certain things that people feel like all black people should do and be into. And we're not all alike. And that's okay. So this month, Black History Month, is a good time to reflect and think about what being black means and has meant to you. What have you been through? What have you overcome? What has happened to you directly because of your skin color? What do you 
um, love about being black? What do you love about how you speak, your hair, your body, your skills and talents and abilities? And most importantly, your mind. Sometimes we put too much attention into how we look and the things we have. But the best thing about you, no matter what race or nationality or ethnicity you are, is your mind. I emphasize all the time that your identity and worth is in who you are, not what you have. I said in my... um make your dreams a reality episode um that you know martin luther king didn't die just so we could have a birkin bag our grandmothers and great grandfathers didn't march and get spit on and beaten and harassed just so we could have a pair of red bottoms and drive a benz our ancestors didn't pick cotton in a thousand degrees and sing spirituals and pray that their children and great-grandchildren would have a better life just for us to get a bbl and a good weave and some jordans and yeezys and there's nothing wrong with enjoying those things but when you think that the car you drive and the clothes you wear and the house you live in make you who you are you are wrong it sounds cheesy and I say it all the time but your identity really is defined in what you have on the inside not the outside and black people especially sometimes overcompensate insecurities and put too much of their worth and identity and validation in material things when you go to a funeral and read the obituary it never says that uncle James will always be missed because of his Rolex watch when people get up and speak at funerals they never say we loved grandmama because she had nice jewelry we don't love people because of what they have we love them because of who they are now you know black people we might fight over dad's rolex and mama's diamond rings later but that's not what we gonna miss about them when they die when someone dies we miss their laugh we miss the hugs we miss the love the personality the voice the spirit So what will people miss about you? Really think about that. We have to stop putting so much attention on the money and the things. So if you are part of our community and you haven't already done so, make sure you take the time to celebrate you and your family and where you you come from. If it's been a while since you've dived into Black history, definitely take some time this month to watch some documentaries, watch some good movies, read books. Some good Black history movies I like are just Mercy. I really like Green Book. Of course, Selma is a great movie. 12 Years a Slave. Will Smith's new uh, movie Emancipation is really good. Uh, I love Malcolm X with Denzel Washington. Some of my favorite movies, like just about black people or starring black people, are Waiting to Exhale, Do the Right Thing, the Ray Charles movie. The Ray Charles movie is like one of just my favorite movies of all time in general. Jamie Foxx was so good in that movie. Um, I also love Ali. That's also incredible. Will Smith did an excellent job in that. And of course, in The Pursuit of Happiness. I also really like What's Love Got to Do With It. I love Dreamgirls. Dang near everything with Eddie Murphy, (laughs) Denzel Washington, Jamie Foxx, Angela Bassett. I just love all of them. Um, Some of my Denzel favorites are Fences, Malcolm X, like I said. American Gangster is just his absolute best role for me. Um, The Preacher's Wife is excellent. Of course, Black Panther, uh, Women King are also really great. We have some of the best shows of all time as well right now. We have Abbott Elementary, which is really good. My favorite like black old school like throwbacks are Martin, Everybody Hates Chris, Fresh Prince, Living Single, Family Matters, Sister, 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 um, The Jamie Foxx Show. If you want to go like way back, then, you know, we can we can watch a little bit of The Cosby Show, watch The Jeffersons um, to just really appreciate our 
our people and how much talent we have and just some of the greatest actors um, in the world and in history. Girlfriends is also my favorite show. I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, as far as black literature, I love Kindred. I love Homegoing, Americana, The Hate You Give. What Doesn't Kill You Makes You Blacker by Damon Young. It is so good. It has one of my favorite quotes in it. He says, living while black is an extreme sport, which is one of the most true statements ever. So definitely dive into some black literature if you get the time. Of course, we have incredible athletes and entertainers, which brings me to all the black history being made this month in real time. This has been a black history month to remember, and it's not even over yet. For the first time in history, two black quarterbacks will be in the Super Bowl. It's never surprising like if Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers play each other or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees. Of course, it's great and all NFL quarterbacks work very hard to get to where they are, but there has never been two black quarterbacks in the Super Bowl until now. If you follow me, you already know that I want the Chiefs to win because I love Patrick Mahomes, but I will not be too mad if the Eagles win because it's already such a historic game and I'll be happy for Jalen Hurts, um, the Eagles quarterback, if they do win. LeBron James just became the all-time leading scorer in NBA history with 38,390 points. Viola Davis just achieved the EGOT at 57 years old. She now has a Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Only 16 entertainers have all four awards. And only six of those winners are black. Whoopi Goldberg, John Legend, James Earl Jones, Harry Belafonte, and Quincy Jones have gotten the award. And now Viola Davis is among the EGOT list for black people. And like I said, it's only six of them and 16 total. The recognition of these accomplishments is just a big deal for so many reasons, but it's so special for black people because of our history and the lengths that this country goes through to keep us down and hold us back. It sounds cheesy, but a win for one of us really is a win for us all because we see what's possible for us and they know that we're capable, white people as what I mean by they, they know that we're capable, they know what we're capable of. And quite frankly, it scares the hell out of most of them. And so the recognition means so much because we have to fight and work so much harder for every single thing. Nothing comes easy for black people, like literally no thing. I don't care how much money, talent, success, fame, we always have to prove ourselves and outwork everybody else to get the same things that they get without having to go through so much. And I know that everyone has to work hard and everyone has to work hard to get what they want. I'm not saying that other races don't. So, you know, don't get in my DMs telling me how much you ha you've had to go through because I already know. My point is that people often have another lay black people often have another layer of work and struggle just because of our skin color. We can show up with the same degrees from the same colleges and be the same age and have the same qualifications but not get the exact same opportunity or position simply because of the color of our skin. And when we do get the positions, every single thing is looked looked into and looked at and questioned and disrespected 100 times more. You know, Barack Obama's presidency is the perfect example of that. Even when we get, you know, the position, we're not treated the same when we get it. And so, 
you know, we always just have to go. (laughs) There's always just extra stuff that we got to do all the time. And we all know by now that Beyonce just broke the record for winning the most Grammys. It is a huge accomplishment. And of course, we're all celebrating her and she's celebrating herself. We are always reminded at the end of the day that no matter how successful you are and how hard you work, nothing outshines the fact that if you are black in this country, people will always find a way to make sure you know and remember that you are black. Harry Styles took home the best album of the year award, even though he was even he was in shock himself and his acceptance in his acceptance speech. He said, this doesn't happen to people like me very often. And the Internet went crazy as they should. It's like, really, Harry? White men don't always overshadow everyone else. Like, yes, this happens all the time to people like you. So the backlash has been so necessary, even though I'm sure he didn't mean it like in that context. And most likely he said it without even, you know, thinking about the context that he said it in. But he said it and it stung. And while Beyonce does now have the most Grammys in history, she has never won album of the year. And she has only won one time in the four major categories and the four major categories of the Grammys are like the biggest wins that you can win in the Grammys. Like the ones that really, really count are song of the year, um, best new artist album of the year and record of the year out of the 32 Grammys Beyonce now has only one of them are in one of the major categories. She won song of the year back in 2010 for single ladies. Every other award, Uh, Every other Grammy that she has won is for R&B, contemporary, urban, dance. And so while the Grammys recognizes, um, you know, they recognize her and they have kept her in they have kept her in the R&B urban box, recognizing her only as a black artist, not as an artist in her own right. And that's where all the uproar and backlash is. And so. You know, this is why it's so hard for white people to sometimes understand why we're still so angry, because in their eyes, it's like, what are y'all mad about? Like, she has the most, you know, wins of all time. We see you. We see you. We see you. We don't understand you. Like, we do understand you. And it's like, no, you still don't get it. (laughs) Like, you... You still don't get that some of y'all will never give us everything we deserve because we are black. And this is where the fight continues and the work that we still have to do to prove ourselves. Because, you know, again, like white people are like, we gave y'all, we gave this to y'all. Like we let y'all in, y'all have rights now. And it's like, yeah, thanks. We appreciate the acknowledgement that we're not animals and we are in fact human beings and we deserve the right to live without y'all killing us and harassing us because of the color of our skin, but we still don't have it all. The racism is still here, plain as day. Y'all have just gotten a little fancier at hiding it, you know, (laughs) and doing it. Um, Y'all let us break records, but don't give us what we deserve. And I say we because Beyonce is not the only black person being celebrated and winning, but still not getting what she deserves and not getting the awards and recognitions that really count. There are people who experience the same thing every day on their jobs, at their school. It's like, you know, we gave you the position. White people can say that, you know, they let us go to the schools that we want to go to. 
but we still are not treated like everyone else. And that's the problem that a lot of people just don't get and don't understand unless you experience it for yourself. As a people, we have so much to celebrate and be proud of, but we still have a long way to go. While just about the entire world was in a collective agreement that Beyonce had album of the year, the Recording Academy decided differently based on factors that we probably will never understand, but at the end of the day, we know what it really is. And it was like, you know, they let Beyonce break the record to cover up the fact that, you know, she still hasn't gotten everything she deserves. It's like hiding something in plain sight. And I'm not a Harry Styles like hater by any means. I've seen him work incredibly hard. And Renaissance isn't even my favorite album of Beyonce's. But the point is like we're all that we're all making is that this woman woman has been around longer than Harry Styles and put out record breaking albums while while he was still in diapers. <laughs> like and two she just works so freaking hard and crushes every single thing that she does. And it's like, what more does she have to do, you know? So, you know, it hurt back in 2017 when Adele won Best Album over her. And even Adele at the time said that she couldn't accept that award because she and everyone else knew that Beyonce had Album of the Year for Lemonade that year. But this was even worse, you know, than that. It was another level of just straight up disrespect at this point. But like always, Beyonce was her graceful self the whole night. And in that moment, she was just the epitome of humility. She knew that we all knew, even Harry Styles knew that he did not have album of the year. But nevertheless, we are making strides one step at a time. February is about reminding ourselves of the legacy of our people and everything that we've been through um, to get the freedom and the lives that we have today. Like I said, I know we still have a long way to go, but it's very humbling to take a look back at our history, take a look back at slavery, Jim Crow, segregation, the history and all of the blood, sweat, sweat and tears that our ancestors have shed so that we can eat you know at the restaurants we want and go to whatever school we want and stay at whatever hotels we want and just sit where we want on buses trains planes we can live in neighborhoods and homes now that our great-grandparents wouldn't even dream of living in we make money and have opportunities now that our grandparents wouldn't even be able to believe it's a good time to think about who you are and what makes you great not in an arrogant way but in a way where you know your self-worth think about who are your black heroes what have you learned from them how can you implement what they've done into your life who are the black musicians uh, singers athletes teachers politicians leaders who inspire you and make you feel good um, because they look like you my mom rem reminds me all the time that it's still a pretty new thing to see people who look like us on tv and in movies especially with leading roles and magazine covers and barbie dolls and winning awards especially grammys and oscars we still have to fight for a lot but we have more freedom now than we have ever had like i said it was not that long ago that black people could just walk into any store or any restaurant or any hotel without being thrown out and there's still some of that happening today we take so much for granted it was only a few years ago that we couldn't live in certain neighborhoods and buy certain houses and get certain jobs and again that still happens today but but nowhere near as much as it once was 
Um, and we know that the only reason we are where we are is because of our faith. So much of our strength and resilience has come from turning, you know, to black gospel music, spirituals, hymns. James Weldon Johnson wrote our black national anthem, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Go Tell It on the Mountain was written by a black man named John Work. The Blood Will Never Lose Its Power was written by Andre Crouch. Lead Me, Guide Me was written by a black woman named Doris Ackers. We've Come This Far by Faith was written by a black man named Albert Goodson. So much of who we are is in our gospel music Mahalia Jackson James Cleveland Thomas Dorsey he wrote Precious Lord today we have Donnie McClurkin Marvin Sapp Tasha Cobbs BB and CC Winans Kurt Franklin who changed the game completely Israel Houghton is my personal favorite artist and so many others whose songs have given more hope and joy and faith to all of us and is a part of our lives in so many different ways from singing Negro spirituals and cotton fields to the civil rights movement being birthed out of our churches to our faith leaders today, Reverend Al Sharpton, Reverend Jesse Jackson, Bishop C.H. Mason, Bishop um, uh, T.D. Jakes, Reverend Dr. Jamal Bryant, Bishop Paul Morton, Pastor John Gray, my own late pastor, Reverend Harold Carter, and the leaders in my local community, Bishop Walter Thomas, Bishop John Bryant, just like black entertainers, whether you love them or hate them or agree with them or not, they have shifted the culture and opened so many doors and done so much work and activism and politics and opened up so many conversations all over the world and in so many different spaces and most of all our faith leader leaders have given so many of us the strength to face another day and remind have reminded us that we're not in you know this situation alone we're not alone in anything we have the blood of jesus christ covering and protecting us in hard times even when we're beaten killed jailed lynched robbed held back black pastors and the black church have been the backbone of our community that has kept us from slavery until now most negro spirituals and uh, most of the hymns that we sing were written as prayers. People over the years have put them to music and now we sing them. But they're, most most of the songs that we sing now, especially like in church and stuff, are prayers and chants. We are a spiritual people, the prayers of our mothers, grandmothers, and great-grandmothers, and church families, and pastors, even those who have passed their prayers are the only reason most of us are here today whether you realize it or not whether you believe in god or not you are only here because of him black people have stood on god's word and even people who turn away have a habit of returning back to him because it's a part of who we are there's a part of most of us deep down that connect with jesus christ even though we don't know why or you can't understand it it's because you're here because somebody prayed for you to be here. And I want to say this because black people go through so much and we're still being harassed. We're still being killed and disrespected today. Believing in God and giving your life to him does not mean that bad things will not happen to you or to the people you love. People leave church and get mad at God because things happen to them. 
Nowhere in the Bible does it say that your life will be perfect if you believe in God. It says in this world, you will have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer because Jesus has already overcome the world. We don't worship God so that bad things won't happen to us. We worship him so that when we do go through hard things, he gives us the strength to go through them. And he takes some of the load off of us and carries it for us. And we know we're not alone and we're in this, we're not in this life thing by ourselves. So that's it for this episode, guys. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you share this podcast and make sure you're following me. My Instagram is at Mara P. Sullivan and DFTL podcast. Follow me um, over there and DM me with anytime with questions or topics you want me to cover. Happy Black History Month. And remember, no matter what you're going through or being faced with right now, do not forget to love. I'll talk to you guys soon.